the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to hour number two, Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along. We started the show today talking about the 100 people who gathered uh, last night to protest and uh, call for the uh, continual prosecution of former Franklin County Sheriff's Deputy Jason Mead. He was uh, the subject to a murder trial in the shooting death of Casey Goodson. The jury could not return a verdict, and it must have been pretty much at loggerheads to have the judge declare a mistrial on the first full day of deliberations. Now, they started deliberations, I think, Wednesday of last week, and then they had to replace an alternate, they had to replace another alternate, had to replace another alternate. They were down to their last alternate, so they had no alternates to go. And the judge declared a mistrial mid-morning Friday. Then he said, no, go on, keep deliberating. And then he came back later in the afternoon and said, okay, mistrial. So there are people with various social justice organizations here in town saying that Jason Mead ought to be tried again. And one of them said, you know, the system has failed us. And I said, yeah, the system has failed you, but not in the way you think. Because you've got an abundance of young black citizens in Columbus who were murdered, whose murders are unsolved, because we have a do-nothing Franklin County prosecutor's office. They won't prosecute a crime unless they're absolutely certain they're going to get a conviction. And we, meanwhile, have bodies stacking up all over the place and lives ruined. And... Yet the attitude remains that police officers are evil and then the people who have, like, not engaged in criminal activity, they're doing nothing but going about living their their, their daily lives, like Mackenzie Ridley on the east side, like uh, Olivia Kurtz downtown at a dance party at Bicentennial Park. They're shot in drive-by shootings, random shootings, still unsolved, and nobody in the communities where these crimes take place or no one who knows something will come forward and say anything because that's the code of the street, right? That's the code of the street. And the problem with all this is the code of the street perpetuates the attitude and it ends up with more young black people dead is where it ends up or young black lives ruined. And the double standard is palpable. Like look at the uh, Kansas City parade shooting, right? Do you know who's been arrested for the Kansas City Parade shooting? No, you do not know. Do you know why you do not know? Because the two kids who did it, 17-year-olds, they're not kids, they're old enough to know better, are minorities engaged in crime in a very violent city. There's a reason they call Kansas City kill a city. They had 182 murders last year. It's more than we had here. And our per capita murder rate is higher than Chicago's. So... Kansas City is most definitely a supremely violent place. And over the weekend, the Missouri governor made a comment that the shooters in the Kansas City parade shooting, Missouri Governor Mike Parsons, referred to them as thugs. 
Now, if you shoot someone who's there to celebrate a Super Bowl victory, you are a thug. I don't care what your race is. But Kansas City's mayor, Quentin Lucas, who is apparently more inept on crime than Andrew Ginther, which is a very high bar to get over. Congratulations, Quentin Lucas. He must have been a gold medalist in the high jump at some point in his past. If he can get over the crummy bar Andrew Ginther has set here. Mayor Quentin Lucas, he's lost his outrage over the parade shooting. He's outraged now that the Missouri governor says that the crime was committed by thugs. He says thugs is a racist dog whistle. What did the Missouri governor say? He said, we can't let some thugs just take over and ruin what happened. Now, is that a, a comment about black kids or is that a kid about crim- or is that a comment about criminality? That's a comment about criminality. What is the Kansas City Mayor Quentin Lucas offended by? Well, he's offended more by the language than he is by the crime and the murder and the fact that a mom who's beloved by her following at her radio station is grieving and the loss of and, and her kids are grieving the loss of their mother. But the mayor of Kansas City is more outraged by the use of the term thug. He said, I disagree strongly with how he would describe that situation. I certainly do think this was criminal activity. Whoa, thanks, Captain Obvious. It was lawlessness, and I think that's troubling? Troubling? A a mom got murdered, and he goes, ah, it's troubling. Ah, it's very troubling. But thugs is a dog whistle in the most classic sense. Why does it matter to the mayor... That the guys who murdered, by definition, they are murderers. But he doesn't want them referred to in a way that he deems, what? Uncomplimentary, racist, whatever. The, the, the Missouri governor's not making a comment about, look, all black kids, watch out, all black kids. We talk about these two specific kids who, for no reason at all, gunned down a mom and shot like 20-some others. They're lucky only one died. At a victory parade. And you can't call them thugs because you might hurt their feelings. You might hurt their feelings. Here's more from the mayor of Kansas City. A complete and utter failure in terms of compassion and being in touch with reality. He said, I've seen this dog whistle time and again. There's this kind of giant conservative theory on social media now that the reason these mugshots haven't been shown is because the purported defendants are black. And if it were a white defendant, We would have just shown them. That is absolutely preposterous. There are protections to juveniles. Well, they're barely juveniles. They're 17. And yeah, I do believe that if they were white or if they were MAGA Republicans, if they were wearing red MAGA hats, you'd have definitely released their mugshots or at least their names. They wouldn't be tried as juveniles. Why are they being tried as juveniles? Why? They have long criminal records. Why are they being tried as juveniles? Now, there's a similar story happened over the weekend in Minneapolis or in a suburb of Minneapolis where two police officers and a first responder, a firefighter, a medic, were shot to death by a guy named Shannon Cortez Gooden. Both police officers are white. They both look like they're under 40. The first responder looks like he might be 45 or 50. Listen to the way this is written about in the AP. The quiet streets of Burnsville, Minnesota, a community, was shattered in an instant when violence 
claimed the lives of two dedicated police officers and a brave paramedic. Violence claimed their lives. Not Shannon Cortez Gordon. Not a criminal. Not a guy with a long criminal record. Violence claimed their lives. Now, here's the next sentence. The person at the center of this storm. See, when two police officers are murdered and a first responder is murdered, it's not a cold, heartless, calculating act of antisocial behavior. It's a storm. It's a storm. Like what passed through Columbus on Friday night? We got four inches of snow. It's just kind of like that. Like violence claimed their lives in a storm. Like they might as well have been killed by a tornado. There's no difference. None. The person at the center of this storm, Shannon Cortez Gordon, a 38-year-old with a complicated past. See, Shannon Gordon, you who think he's responsible for shooting and killing in cold blood two cops and a medic, and then in cowardly fashion turning the gun on himself with kids inside his house, by the way. He has a complicated past. Do they ever say, like, Jason Mead or Adam Coy or any police officer, when a criminal makes a series of bad decisions and puts that officer in a situation where they have to fire, where they believe they're under threat and they have to fire their weapon, do they ever say, you know, the police officer, he deals with all kinds of stress in his job. Maybe he's had personal stress at home. Maybe he's got. Do they ever, like, allow for the possibility that the police officer might have a complicated past because he's seen people murdered in front of him. The police officer who climbed down the sewer drain to get the five-year-old kid from the Amber Alert, do they ever ask, like, whether that might be a complicated thing to get over the images of a young boy murdered by his legal guardian? No, they don't ever ask that question. In fact, even when the even when the crime is blatant and the behavior escalates and then the person who escalated the entire situation ends up dead. We get headlines like this from the woke fool Amelia Robinson who runs the Columbus Dispatch editorial page. Shoplifting shouldn't have escalated to death in Takia Young police shooting. Yeah, you're right, it shouldn't have. She should have given herself up when the cops asked her to get out of the car. But you, Amelia Robinson, have seen the tape where she's stealing liquor from the Kroger, goes out in the car, is told to get out of the car, won't get out of the car, tries to drive over a police officer, and then gets shot. But you say, well, you know, that shouldn't have escalated into her murder, into her death. No, it didn't have to if she didn't not obey orders to get out of the car. The bad behavior, the stupid behavior... The disrespect for the authority of law enforcement, driven by these knuckleheads who show up last night to protest, convinces people in Linden, in the hilltop, in these areas, that they can't trust cops. And then what happens? I love a good survey, don't you? Yes! You gotta love a good survey. Academics... I respect academics. I respect intellectuals. I respect history. I love American history. I gave you a uh, little history lesson last week when Tucker Carlson said that we were out of line to drop the atomic bomb on Japan. 
So this caught my eye. The 2024 Presidential Greatness Project Expert Survey. And by the way, if you're wondering, yes, this is Today and Crazy. This is Today and Crazy, okay? We do it every day at 1220, Today and Crazy. Yes, I know. We could do the whole hour. We could do the whole show on Today and Crazy, as long as the Democrats are in charge. But today's headline that demonstrates the craziness of our culture is this 2024 Presidential Greatness Project Expert Survey. Expert! Got to love an expert, don't you? (laughs) Now, this was conducted from November 15th to December 31st. Recent members of the, you ready for the title? Presidents and Executive Politics Section of the American Political Science Association. So that would be the P and EPS of the APSA. Got it? Which is, according to this survey the foremost organization of social science experts in presidential politics, as well as, ooh, we got more, scholars who had recently published peer-reviewed academic research in key related scholarly journals or academic presses. So we got the Presidential Greatness Survey, and wouldn't you love to know where your favorite president ranks? Well, that depends on who your favorite president is, of course. If you're a Donald Trump fan, he was um, the 45th president of the United States. And according to the P and EPS of the APSA, he ranks 45th on the list of presidents. That's not a chronological list. That is in in terms of his effectiveness. He got a 10.92 rating. Uh, The top rating in the uh, survey by experts was Abraham Lincoln. I'm shocked a Republican was allowed to be top. He got a 93.87. Now you want to know where the current president ranks. I know you do. Yes. Joseph Robinette Biden ranks on the list of 45 U.S. presidents. As the 14th best all time. The 14th best. Who, pray tell, could rank ahead of Joseph Robinette Biden? Well, FDR, the Democratic God, is number two. Barack Obama, number seven. LBJ is number nine. LBJ. Oh, well, he created the Great Society and bankrupted America and destroyed the black family. I'm shocked he's not above nine. Number 10 is JFK. So uh, didn't serve a full term, sadly. Number 12, Bill Clinton. Gee, I wonder, I mean, if you're going to rank a guy high who was impeached, like why is Trump last and Clinton's 12th? Biden is 14th. You say, well, where was Reagan in the top five? Uh, Well, he wasn't in the top five, nor was he in the top 10. Nor was he in the top 15. Right now, I know my friend Roy is. I hope you're not driving, Roy. You drive off the road. Reagan is 16th. He's down five from his ranking of last year. (laughs) What did Reagan do? Uh, He's just been dead for another year. Like, Biden is up. Well, no, they didn't rank Biden last year. Biden's been dead ever since he took the presidency. He's climbing. Reagan falling. Now, This, of course, is absurd 
Otherwise, it wouldn't be in Today and Crazy. But this jumped out at me from the survey. 525 respondents were invited to participate. And 154 usable responses were received, yielding a 29.3% response rate. Now, I smell a rat. If you are a member of the P and EPS of the APSA, that is an august organization, is it not? Wouldn't you be honored to be surveyed on the greatness of American presidents from number one, George Washington, to number 46, Joe Biden? I would think so. Why did only 29% respond? Or is it that a lot more than 29% responded, but only 154 were considered usable responses? I find that to be a curious term, usable responses. I'm just thinking out loud here. Could it be could it be that the responses which ranked Republican presidents high on the list and Democratic presidents, again, Obama 7, LBJ 9, Kennedy 10, Clinton 12, Biden 14, Woodrow Wilson 15. He was the only president who was more addled than Biden. And he's 15th. Could it be that if you were saying nice things about a Republican president, that that constituted a response that the P and EPS of the APSA, the President's and Executive Politics section of the American Political Science Association, could it be that if you ranked a Republican high, then your response was deemed to be unusable and that they might have come to this entire endeavor with an agenda already in place? I know, conspiracy theory, call me crazy, but I smell a rat here. Joe Biden, the 14th greatest president ever. Well, he's got another year in office. I don't know if he can overtake Lincoln for number one, but I got to say, nothing would shock me. Absolutely nothing would shock me when it comes to Joe Biden, because... The effort to prop him up, the effort to extol his non-existent virtues, the effort to lavish praise on an economy that is clearly not working for Americans, whether from the bottom up or the middle out, is not going to deter Democrats in their unending propaganda that this guy is sharp and empathetic and on top of everything. He gets more done in an hour. Then the rest of us knuckleheads get done all day long. They're just going to keep telling you that you're crazy, that your eyes don't work, and that what you see is not really what you see. Wild. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.